From the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Coalfield and Company with John Von Tobel and Adam Hill, only on ESPN Las Vegas. All right, final hour of the program. You heard it. It is a small company takeover uh, on the eve of potentially the greatest UFC card of all time. I feel like they got to have good fights, though, right? Like, on paper, this looks like it is. But it's not the greatest card of all time until we see the fights, correct? Deepest? Deepest is a good one. Because deepest, you can't really argue. Obviously, three yeah. title fights, Dom Cruz in the prelims on free TV, all those sort of things. That would make it the deepest without question. Yeah, for sure. I think it's going to be a really good card. And I think, listen, they're, they're, they're stacking the deck because they know there's going to be eyeballs on Adesanya. And they want other people to tune in. Uh, to see, you know, as many people to tune in as possible to see him in the main event. And uh, like I said, we'll find out what Brett thinks, but it's not a guarantee that he wins, and so that could backfire a little bit. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents The Big Five at Five, number five. So Ari generally likes to send subtle messages with his stories. This one, I think, is not very subtle. Ari says that today is National Employee Appreciation Day. Ari, of course, being the least appreciated member of Cofield and Company. Least would be totally down with this. Least appreciated member of society. <laughs> I think when you talk to him, I get that sense, huh? Oh, what did Lotus do for you today, Ari? Oh, wow. Put me on the spot. Uh, I they... mean, it's a radio show, and it said your name next to the notes. So thought you'd be That's ready. You just, the notes you just sent. Yeah. Uh, they allowed me to come in and work today, even through a pandemic, and I appreciate that. Sounds genuine. It sounds is. sounds it's genuine. It is. Sounds you put me on the spot. Shade. No, not at all. I, I'm here. I didn't. I like I said. I didn't. I wasn't aware. I was going to put on the spot. I didn't think this was going to make the rundown as a topic. <laughs> this, is, this is clearly a made-up day. No, 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 no. This is the real deal. Right. Well, it From is. My source, it is. This, you know that I get all these days from. So, it's so just, I actually I actually Googled it, and uh, it is. It's a real thing. Okay. And in fact, a couple of spots, blogs, whatever, put out some inspirational quotes you can use on Employee Appreciation Day. Oh, you want a couple of them? This is great. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. It's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. <laughs> I feel like the well, first more. one... No, I feel like the first one really applies to Ari. The first one? Sometimes... Uh, let's see. Uh, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. In other words, work hard, underling. Let's go. This. Just because I don't pay you enough doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you're not working. Just keep working. Keep the nose to the grindstone type of deal, right? I don't know if you know this, but perfection is not attainable. But if we chase perfection, <laughs> we can catch excellence. <laughs> These are really good. I think instead of giving my employees, if I were to start a business, I don't know, a raise or a $5 gift card to Starbucks or, you know, just something of, you know, worth. I'll just read these to them as they walk in the door. How about, uh, your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. Hmm. Even you... if financially you have no option but to settle because you need the money. Can you change, do that same quote, but change good to mediocre? <laughs> Okay, let me see. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is mediocre work. And the only way to do mediocre work is to love what you do. These are so condescending. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. These are supposed to be inspirational quotes for your employees, but all I hear is, keep working, grunt. And then I'll put some stuff and fluff in front of your face to make it seem like you're actually doing it for a greater cause. When in reality, you're just making me money. Oh, and oh, also you, want, you want perks or a raise or benefits? No, but I've got these quotes for you that diminish what you do for me. Also, in this here's, case, here's I'm... this kitten hanging on a tree. <laughs> and I'm also I'm worth 10.2 billion in this case too, as I'm giving you this quote. 
Right. That's uh, Steve Jobs, I think is what you're referring so, to. Yeah, totally relatable. Thanks. I mean, I wow, Ari sounds, Ari sounds really salty about this one. I'm just what saying, considering the source, Ari? I don't know, because I don't have $10.2 but if I did, it certainly wouldn't be Post-it notes. Which, by the way, yeah, I would do a Post-it note on the person's desk rather than you know, tell them as they come in. Handwritten? Yeah, that's very sincere or genuine. As yeah, there's no way says. you would do that. There's no way you would do that. That's a lot of employees. Even if you have yeah, like thirty, I, that would be a weight. Like, I appreciate people, right, Adam? Like, by the time you by the time you get to like fifteen, that's insane. Can I say that? I mean, it's kind of a different thing, but um, you know, I was I was going with a, a friend of mine to get vaccinated uh, yesterday. We both had our appointments, and uh, she 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 said. You know, we should. Oh, she's like, maybe we should stop and get a donut. I was like, maybe we should stop and get donuts for like all of the workers, like that work there. Like that'd be a nice gesture. They take so much abuse, and people are just jerks to them. We should do that. And then I found out there's like a hundred workers. I was like, we're out. That's yep. way too many people to show appreciation. <laughs> I felt bad though. I had the thought. Number four. It's always good to be nice, and then when you realize what it is, you're like, whoo. Yeah. That's, uh, but that's, never that's mind. Of like bosses, like bosses who are like, oh, I really should do something nice for the employees. Like, wait, I got twelve of them. No, that's no too many. I, I guess, I guess this could be number four because that just leads into a bigger topic. There was one Christmas where I real like I was going to do something nice for the like the Vsin crew, so I would like brought in like raising canes, and after yeah. I paid, I was like, I'm I'm never doing this again. No. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was like bringing like the catered lunch to everybody, and I get the final bill they're like it's x amount of dollars and i'm like what i don't care about Wait. these people this much but i'd already dedicated myself Cha. so i did it what Cha, come on what's the number oh how much was it yeah like 50 bucks that's <laughs> it wasn't even that much you're gonna tell me like 700 <laughs> 50 dollars in my defense bad. at the time in, in my defense at the time, I was it was actually one of my first like it was like my second year there. You know, I was not uh, I was not as famous as I am now. I was not a star. I'm still not a star. It's a fifty bucks. It's a lot. It's not a lot. I I legitimately thought you were gonna say like three fifty. Like you bought all you bought chicken for all these different people. What'd you buy? Like four people? No, it was like the party pack. Okay, whatever that That's is. It's like a like lemonade, a, uh, you know. <laughs> First of all, skip the lemonade. They can get their own drinks. You don't have to do that. It's just bring the chicken, and I think you're good on that. Uh, but yeah, it, it, like nice gestures in your head oftentimes end up going so awry in real life. Like it'd be nice if you just do something nice, and there's not like, oh, it's a hassle, and now it's you gotta bring all these chicken, all these cases of chicken in, and the lemonade, and get now you gotta get cups, and now you gotta like it's just. It's just so much. Like, you just can't do anything nice for anybody. It's too much work. Well, the the obvious is, and I hate to sound rude, the obvious situation like that is, especially when it comes to like gratefulness, because sometimes it's worth it, but then the person's not grateful enough, is when you give, like, if somebody needs a dollar, per se, a homeless person. Like, I've had the interaction where I give a homeless person, like, two bucks, and I get the, that's it? And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you know what, man? That is it. And in fact, I think I need that dollar. Well, <laughs> I mean, on a, on a side note that's kind of related, have you, like, I, I usually tend to, if I have a dollar, I usually do tend to give, you know, if somebody's if somebody's asking for it, like, oh, here's a dollar, I'll give it to you. If I have one on me, I almost always do it. But the new one, if I'm not, if I don't have money, like, oh, sorry, I got no money. Like, a lot of people that are, you know, asking for money on the street, I don't want to classify them. Uh, but they're like, oh, I take uh, I take Venmo. Like, oh, okay, how? <laughs> I got a phone. You can Venmo it, <laughs> so you can't even use that. I don't have money anymore. What about Cash App, bro? You got that? We're good. Yeah, swipe it here's away. My cash app. Here's my Cash App. Or they have oh. one of those like uh, one of those what, square things on the uh, on the phone you can attach and just take a card. You're right. <laughs> like this is nuts. It was like the uh, the lady who asked me for money for their charity. And I was like, I don't have cash. It was outside of a Barnes & Noble. And then she goes, no, you're good. I, you know, she pulled out the card reader. And so I swiped my card and gave her a dollar out of like just pure pressure. 
right? <laughs> and then I realized that I just allowed a stranger to talk me into swiping my debit card and putting my pin in to give them a dollar. And I have no idea what they're doing with my money. So I went and immediately canceled the dollar transaction out of fear that they had all my information, only to realize that it was a legitimate charity 20 minutes later when I searched them and <laughs> they did not get my dollar. <laughs> uh i did it i did that also uh outside uh outside a coffee place a couple weeks ago and somebody was, somebody was asking i was like i have no cash and then i i did i did the same thing I, I ran my card but it was it was a legit thing but at the same time it's just it's uncomfortable like it used to be such an easy out to just say you didn't have any money now yep. not even not even no chance you can't even do that number three What's the best thing that happened to you last year, Adam? Um, it's actually a great question. I didn't really have anything great happen. I would, I guess, I would say, um, I, I, you know, was fortunate with getting uh, COVID and not not having it worse. Ari's like living through a disease that I'm has like, killed many survived? people. Yeah, screaming <laughs> at the screen. Yeah, I lived. That was good. Do you think? Do you think that either getting engaged or winning the MVP, which would Aaron Rodgers would say is the best thing that happened to him last year? I mean, I'm guessing I know what he said, but I would, MVP is definitely the answer. Shailene Woodley is that her name? Shailene? Yes, it is. Um, his new fiance. He actually said that proposing to actress Shailene Woodley was quote the best thing that's happened to me in the last year. He's in love. Recently engaged, he says, I've been enjoying that part of my life. Now he has love and marriage soon. Could a baby be next? He said, quote, the next great challenge will be being a father. Wow. That sounds great. MVP better, though, huh? He's going to be challenged by the same thing you're challenged by, John. Being a father. Tell me about Um, it. Winning the MVP is definitely the answer. That's the best thing. You obviously can't say that in an interview. Like they're going to, you know, your your fiance is going to attack you and be furious with you, uh, but it's definitely winning the MVP. Like, okay, and I know people are going to fight back on this, but that's fine. the The difference from, like, if you got engaged on a Sunday, how is your life different from Saturday to Monday? It's not. Like, it's I have just, love. I have love. A wedding, I mean, a wedding, okay, you can say, like, hey, now you're married. It's a whole different thing. Like, getting engaged is not – it's not really a thing. Well, you know it's, what, like, it's, it's an intention to continue to be together at some point. Let's ask Ari. Ari, did your life change after you went to the gondolas and proposed? <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with Adam. I know some relationships are different, but in, like, in my case, and I think yours too, John, like when you're with a person for however many years, and mine five, it gets to be where it's, like, it's not as big of a deal. And it like Whoa. just like Adam just said, it's it's a step to the now the marriage from there. Yes, can be a big deal. I'm not I'm not dismissing that. I'm simply saying I don't know. Whereas I think if you're with someone for like six months, uh, I am judging here. It's kind of crazy to me. If you're with someone for like four to six months and you you get engaged, she says yes. I think that's a pretty big deal, right? My wife may be listening. So my engagement was a game changer. It was arguably the best moment of my <laughs> oh, life. Yeah, that's of, that's that. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend she's not listening. What would you say? It's it's, it's nothing. It's well. Hey, you, you know how we've been together the last year or six months or whatever it is. Can we lock let's it in? Yeah, let's keep doing that. Well, what? what Except do you mean? let's also get some tax benefits potentially. <laughs> oh, right. When you're married, yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like let's let's right. look forward to that. Yeah. Let's we we can have that down the road. But for right now, let's just keep doing what we're doing. That's what that's what an engagement is. We're gonna keep doing going. what we're doing. But we're going to say that we're, at some point, we're going to have some weird commitment on paper to stay together. But for right now, let's keep doing what we're doing. That's an engagement. That was not the best thing that happened to you. Number two. UNLV football schedule is out. Any big takeaways from this? September 2nd against Eastern Washington. Go on the road against Arizona State. Wrap up the uh, at least the chunk of your non-con with Iowa State. You come back home for Fresno State. You get one more out-of-conference matchup with UTSA, and then you enter the glut of conference play. Conference home games include Utah State, San Jose State, Hawaii, and 
San Diego State, road games, UNR, New Mexico, and Air Force. On the surface, not a bad one. No, I think the first thing you take away is a a September 2nd game to open the season um, against Eastern Washington. That's actually a Thursday night. Mm -hmm. So a Thursday night game at Allegiant, you would hope in front of fans would be pretty cool. Um, Iowa State, who had a really good season, regular season champs in the Big 12, uh, coming into Vegas to play at Allegiant Stadium in that second game. That's pretty good. Only one off week. Uh, that is on October 9th. And then those back-to-back home games, Utah State, San Jose State, uh, pretty you know, pretty uh, pretty favorable um, home slate of four games in the Mountain West. Uh, go on the road to New Mexico. I think that's the first time in four years they've gone on the road to Albuquerque. Um, the San Diego State wow, game. Really? Yeah. Uh, San Diego State and Hawaii, two of the best destinations in the conference, yep. are on the road. So that's kind of unfortunate for the Rebels. And then uh, a game at Arizona State which uh, is a really, really fun trip. Easy drive, uh, go to the games. It's fun to go watch those games. Uh, UNLV did come out, to, come out with a win in that series uh, many years ago. Uh, it seems like only a couple years ago, but it's a long time. And then uh, hanging out at Mill Ave, it's awesome. It's a fun time. So uh, that's my highly recommended road trip, I guess. <laughs> you you really petered out there. Uh, it sounded really good, and then you, were, you ended it with, I guess. Well, I was going to start like hyping up Mill Ave more, and then I'm like, I don't even know if the pand- pandemic's over at that point, so who knows? Don't say that. It'll be all uh, normal by the time we get back to the schedule. Let's hope so. Number one. All right, well, the disappointing part of the pandemic is uh, that we have a massive fight card in town, and there's really no energy around it, right? Like, you and I talked leading up to the Conor McGregor fight. You know, like, it was there energy for seeing Conor one more time? And here we are. I mean, it's, it's right up the street from my house, the Apex. You know what I mean? Would love to see any energy or anything like that, but it just doesn't seem like anything's going on. This is a bummer to have this kind of a fight in a situation like this, is it not? Uh, it is. I mean, it, like, I, I think uh, we were talking earlier. Like, I've gotten – actually, it was before the show. I was talking to somebody else, I guess. Um, you've gotten used to it. Like, as somebody who covers it, like, you're, you're used to the empty arena shows, and they're much better at the Apex than they were – like in Jacksonville, where it's just a huge arena. Like the Apex, you can there, – there's like a feel like that it's kind of full, even though it's not because there's yeah. there is people kind of spread out in there. Um, but I think you're right. In terms of the town and like being out and about and, you know, what a big fight used to feel like in the city, you don't get that anymore. You're robbed of that experience. And then I think even when you tune in on TV, you know, I, I said it's one way for me in the arena, but when you tune in on TV and there's nobody there, uh, it kind of takes away from it a little bit. So I, I do think definitely – uh, the energy, the enthusiasm, the um, the buzz is gone from from Las Vegas around these big fights. But uh, it's an awesome card, and if you're watching it on TV, if you're getting together with some people safely, if you're social distancing at a bar or something like that, that has it on, uh, yeah, it's a it's a really big card field. So is this, and maybe I'm wrong because you know I obviously I, talk, I text with you and Ryan all the time about you know this stuff, Steve as well. Uh, you know I enjoy mixed martial arts. Is this a card that is insanely deep, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, but one of those that is really deep and fun and great for people who legitimately follow mixed martial arts and everybody on the outside looking in is like, I don't really get it. Like, yeah, three title fights, but who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, would it attract like a Vegas-type feel to this type of a card? I think it's it's somewhere in between. Because, listen, the goal, it's clear. Uh, not, and not to you know keep pounding the drum on this, but it's clear what the plan of this card is. It is a star-making vehicle for Israel Adesanya. Yeah. Like, he's already there in the MMA world. Um, I know he did 700,000 buys his last pay-per-view. That's really good for somebody at his at his stage. He's only been in the UFC for three years. Um, he's undefeated. He's not only a flashy striker, a dynamic striker who's fun in the cage, but he's also a dynamic personality outside. So he's got everything you want to be a star. Um it's just it's just kind of not has it hasn't quite happened in terms of crossing over mainstream wise yet. So what this is is, hey, if you've ever watched a fight, you've probably seen one of the people on this card fight. So tune in, and then you're going to see Israel Adesanya get coordinated at the end of the night, which not necessarily the case, but that's kind of the plan for what they're doing. Um, so you know, I, I think it's it's not necessarily a hardcore card because those are often the fights where you don't recognize anybody's name on them. And it's not necessarily a mainstream card either because there's no Connor. Um, there's Amanda Nunez does big numbers, but it doesn't have those like 
names that jump off the page of people that aren't MMA fans. So it's kind of somewhere in between that. Uh, but you know, three title fights. So, so from a competitive standpoint, and from a you know from from just a pure uh, title fight standpoint and name recognition and all those things, it should be a really good card. And there's some pretty good matchups on that. It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battleborn Injury Lawyers, 570-9000. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select Superstart batteries. With the power and capacity your vehicle demands, Superstart batteries are designed for lasting performance and consistent starts. Turn the key with confidence with Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hop into savings this spring by getting into the hottest performing sporty sedan, the all-new redesigned 2021 TLX at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall. With its superior handling, optional drive modes, and advanced technology, it's the best sporty sedan on the road today. And get a special 1.9% APR for up to 60 months. Only at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall or online at FinleyAcura.com. Special APR offer valid on all new unregistered 2021 TLX models. APR offer valid OAC through Acura Financial Services. Down payment varies. Restrictions apply. Expires 331-2021. Catch all the hockey action and your favorite gaming action inside the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Come join us throughout the hockey season with easy access off Spring Mountain. And there's always free parking. Enjoy great food and drink specials, including the linebacker, bison burger, and bases-loaded nachos. And there's even a convenient betting kiosk to make your plays. This is the place for hockey. Join Cofield and company this Monday from 2 to 6 as we get ready for Vegas taking on Minnesota. Inside the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar at Treasure Island with ESPN Las Vegas. Gambler's bonus hits again. On February 15th, Roman hit four sevens, clearing his Gambler's bonus four-of-a-kind bingo card for over $11,500. Roman hit big and so can you with Gambler's bonus. It's why you play the game. Hello? This is Evil Bill from Big Bank. You owe the bank money and I'm going to collect. I'll call your house a thousand times a day and even threaten to sue you. I'll invade your personal space by yelling at you over the radio. I'll call your family and friends to embarrass you to try and find out where you are. I'll even tell you that I'm coming to your house or office to have you arrested. None of this is legal, but I'll say and do whatever I can to make you pay. <laughs> what? Oh no, it's the panda again. Fed up with harassing collector calls? We can make them stop. If you have debt, collectors aren't allowed to harass you. Call Peters and Associates today to learn your options to get out of debt and make the calls stop. Call Panda Law, 702-818-388. If you need to buy a home, call Dustin DeHart. If you want the best rates with service, that's great. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone. And call 5772600. Hey, it's Steve Cofield, and I'm sure by now you've heard that mortgage interest rates are really low. Dustin, how low are the rates right now? Should everyone still be looking at a mortgage tune-up with you if they haven't done one recently? Steve, yes, rates are the lowest they've ever been in the history of the United States right now, and everyone listening to this should call me at 577-2600 to get that mortgage tune-up done so I can show you how much money I can save you every month. And if you don't own a home, now's a great time to call and get pre-approved to go out and purchase your dream home. Even if you have credit or down payment challenges, I can help. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone and call 577-2600. Hello, Las Vegas. Clay Baker here with you. And now that you got the holidays over and everything is all cleared out, let Zero Res come in and take care of the cleaning for you. Start the year off right and get your flooring spotless. Zero Res has the technology to be better, and they are the industry leader for removing 
200% more soiling, more germs, all the contaminants, and best of all, Zero Res makes customer safety their top priority with zero contact protocol. They wear masks, shoe covers, gloves, they practice social distancing, and they disinfect their equipment between appointments. Call Zero Res today, 702-840-3333, and ask for the Clay Baker Raider Nation Special. Zero Res will come and clean three rooms of carpet for one low price. Call 702-840-3333 or go online to ZeroResLasVegas.com. Minimums apply. Clean carpet, zero resin, C-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Call 840-3333. When you buy or sell a house with Homie, everyone wins. As an official partner of our Vegas Golden Knights, we'll call it our Homie Ice Advantage. You'll save thousands because Homie agents don't charge high commissions. Your experienced local real estate agent will help you through every step of the buying or selling process. Plus, if you're selling your home because of COVID-19, Homie will waive your $3,000 listing fee. Win, win, win. Homie has your back. Text Knights to 88588 to buy or sell with Homie. Homie is an equal housing opportunity provider. Brokerage license number B144145. Just because it has four wheels and a motor, you can't compare a Yugo to a Cadillac. You know who's better. The same is true when comparing car batteries. Interstate batteries are simply the best. Here are some facts. Fact, Interstate is the number one replacement battery in the country. Fact, Interstates are preferred five to one by auto techs everywhere. Fact, Interstate has hundreds of authorized places for free battery inspections and service. Fact, Interstates are maintenance-free and have the best warranty in the business, honored nationwide and in Canada. Interstate batteries, outrageously dependable. This sports update is brought to you by William Hill. For all your betting needs, William Hill has you covered. They even have live in-play wagering. For all the details, visit WilliamHill.us. UNLV announced their 2021 football schedule. They'll open up at home Thursday, September 6th against the Eastern Washington Eagles. Then they'll hit the road September 11th at Arizona State to take on the Sun Devils. Their first Mountain West game will be in Fresno September 25th. You're listening to Cofield and Company. Live from the Finley Toyota Studio on ESPN Las Vegas. Hey, got something cool for um, those of you listening right now. A Vegas Golden Knights viewing party with Diversion Amusements, coolest sports viewing venue in Las Vegas. It's on Saturday, March 13th. Vegas Golden Knights taking on the St. Louis Blues. Only way to get in is to win. Winner gets a table for four, including free food, non-alcoholic beverages, adults 21 and only, and all you have to do is be caller number 11 at 364-1100-364-1100. Call Ari. Caller number 11, 364-1100. Again, you're going to get a Vegas Golden Knights viewing party with Diversion Amusements. Coolest sports viewing venue in Vegas. Saturday, March 13th, VGK, St. Louis Blues. Only way to get in. Caller number 11, 364-1100. Adam Hill is with us. Adam, I have a massive problem. That has developed in the last 60 seconds. Okay. I bit my cheek. <laughs> I hate that. Hey, what is worse, biting your lip or biting your cheek? Because I think biting your cheek is – I hate when it happens. And I and it's, inevi- it's inevitable. Tonight I will bite the exact same spot one more time. Well, it's – when you, like, peel a layer away on the cheek. It's oh, yeah. Just, it's brutal. Just brutal. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, – the tongue is pretty bad too. But I'm going to yep. say cheek, cheek is the worst. How does it even happen? It seems like cheek is, is never – it's not in there. That's what I think – I think it's a sign. You know, I was feeling really uh, like attacked earlier with that Asanya and the pizza thing because I was like, that man looks incredible and he's eating pizza. And he's like on a weight – you know, he's trying to make it to a certain weight as opposed to cut and he's still just stuffing pizza and it's fine. I think maybe I'm just – you know, maybe my cheeks are just getting bigger and growing inward. And thus, they're easier to bite. Okay, like right now, in a sitting, in just a resting position without biting. RBF. It doesn't feel like your cheeks are anywhere really near your your teeth. I think so. Maybe I have fat cheeks. Stick your finger. I mean, put put your teeth together and stick your finger in there. It's pretty close. Right, but it's not like it's not like rubbing. It's not pushing up against it. Right. To your, well, you have a, there's a little space in there. As you said, you can stick your finger in there, and that, that's enough width. To your point, I understand biting my tongue more because it's so close to my teeth. It's in between. Right. Biting my cheek is absolutely ridiculous and painful, and I don't think I can go on. What were you eating when you did it? A grape. 
<laughs> you don't even have to open your mouth far to do that. I may, I don't know. Maybe my mouth confused my my fleshy cheek for the grape. I, I don't know, but it was really painful. I can feel it. It's peeling as well. Oh, this is a nightmare. I don't think I'll be able to take, talk to man's man, guy's guy, Brett Okamoto. What do you think? Uh, I think you'll. I think you'll be able to soldier through. All right, let's find out. Brett Okamoto is going to be with us on the other side. We have a historic UFC card in town. We only get to watch. And I swear, I, Adam, if there is a problem with ESPN Plus this weekend, it is going to be anarchy. The crew over at Finley Toyota speak Spanish, Thai, and even Persian. In fact, they speak 14 different languages. Come in and talk the universal language of big savings today. Hey, Las Vegas, it's Ed Graney from the Press Box here, and I'm back to remind you about BetMGM Sports Nevada, where every play and every game means more than ever. BetMGM is the king of sports books because they help you turn big plays into OMG-level paydays throughout hockey and basketball seasons. How to get started in winning? Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID for a speedy sign-up, and you'll be able to place bets from anywhere in Nevada right away. Then, get ready to take advantage of BetMGM's daily boosted odds specials and dozens of betting options for all your favorite sports, including in-play wagering, props, and much, much more. Download the app today and stop by your favorite MGM casino in Las Vegas to register. In no time, it'll be showtime. Bet fearlessly with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks and official betting partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly, everyone. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Love a great steak, but don't want to pay $50, $60, $70 for one? Make it yourself. Great steaks directly from MeetUpVegas.com. They have the best meat exclusively sold to the finest steakhouses, never sold to the public until now. Use the code COFIELD for a discount. MeetUpVegas.com. It's M-E-A-T-UpVegas.com. Tinfoil Hat 86 wrote on Twitter, I just visited 19 dealers, saw 23 brands, and got a crazy good deal. The Valley Auto Mall in Henderson made me hashtag believe. Click or visit the Valley Auto Mall today. Brianhead Ski and Snowboard Resort is experiencing some great spring conditions. Good snow and warmer weather is making this the perfect time to come to Brianhead. Don't know how to ski or snowboard? No worries. Brianhead has an excellent ski school that will have you skiing or boarding in no time. And don't forget to purchase your lift passes online. The earlier you buy them, the more you save. Plus, you'll skip the ticket window lines and go straight to the lifts. Face coverings are required. For more info, go to brianhead.com. It's Cofield and Company, live from the Finley Toyota Studio on ESPN Las Vegas. JVT and Adam Hill filling in uh, for Steve Cofield, already back at the Finley Toyota Studio. As we welcome in Brett Okamoto, does great work for ESPN. A guy's guy? Have we established this or not? Is he a guy's guy? I don't know. Give him your definition and see what see what he says. So, Brett, we have been talking about this all week. I believe a guy's guy is a guy who can identify and just essentially get along with almost every single guy, whether it's musical guy, whether it is comic guy, whether it's mechanic guy. He has surface-level knowledge and is friendly enough in all categories that he can pretty much connect with any guy. So are you a guy's guy? Oh, by that definition, absolutely not. No, I, I get uh, I get super annoyed by a lot of different individuals out there. I have a very low level of patience with uh, a lot of different people. So, absolutely not. No, I'm like more of a homebody introvert as opposed to a guy guy. By that definition. All right. Well, I thought you would be. I thought you'd be closer to man's man actually instead of guy's guy. But you know, I guess we'll. Sorry. No, I, actually, I'm kidding. I can get a. I, yeah, I can get a. Uh, I can get along with just about anybody, but. Uh, as Adam knows, I do get annoyed. You know, like we're sitting at a bar, having a great time, and somebody says something that uh, that annoys me. I, I can't hide. I can't hide my. If I am annoyed with you, you'll know it. That's one of my downfalls. Like I can't. I'm not. I'm incapable of hiding it. It would be nice to just be able to sit at a bar again, though, Brett. You, you haven't been able to do that in a while. That's true. I am talking about. Uh, like this is 2019 me. Maybe 2021 me is totally different. <laughs> no, I have no idea. That's fair. Well, there is a big pay-per-view tomorrow, Brett. That is really the important stuff that's going on in town. Um, how People have been saying, like, is this the biggest card you've seen ever? Is this the, the deepest card you've seen ever? I think we get, we get caught up in that all the time, like trying to answer this question of, like, where does this stand historically? But, like, how would you kind of describe how big this card is? Well, I think it's an interesting card because, you know, I mean, you, you have – 
you have like certain moments where if Conor McGregor is fighting or if um, you know Habib is fighting, if Nate's fighting, you got you got these certain matchups that uh, that really transcend, and the whole sports world's talking about it. I'm not sure if, if if this weekend super qualifies as that. I think that there is definitely some mainstream interest in Israel Adesanya just because of obviously everything he's done. The UFC, he's undefeated. He's already a champion. Usually, when he wins, it's in spectacular fashion. So he has that crossover appeal, but. You know, selling this idea of him moving up in weight, but against a guy who, quite frankly, a lot of people don't know. I mean, if you're if you're talking to non-MMA fans, they're like, "Oh, well, who's fighting this weekend?" Israel Adesanya. Okay, yeah, I think I kind of know that guy, Jan Blahovich. They have no idea who he is. So, I think it's it's one of those weird situations where the the main event is not necessarily what we would consider, even though it's got Israel in it. It's not what we would consider a, a blockbuster type main event. But Adam, you know this. I mean, top to bottom, man, this card is 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 so good just because of the sum of its parts. I mean, I'll be honest. There are times when I'm going to the Apex, and it's like, man, I'm really excited about the main card, and I'm excited about some fights here and there on the prelims. But there are some fights on the prelims where you're just like, ah, I'm not I'm not super intrigued by that one. This this card, this card has 15 fights on it, and I think I, I honestly think every single one of them is interesting. So. From a from a fan perspective, I am I am really excited to watch Saturday just because I think the energy level is going to be high because literally every fight is going to be high quality. I, I like I like the answer on poor Jan Blahovich, man. Like the dude is the light heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world. You know, the first after the you know John Jones slash you know somewhat Daniel Cormier era, and like nobody knows who he is. In fact, for for perspective, this will be the ninth time in his last eleven fights that he's an underdog. Nobody ever gives the guy respect. Like, I guess maybe just tell people why they should care about Jan Blahovic. Well, I think you should care about Jan Blahovic because even though everybody's been slow to recognize it, clearly the guy is very, very good. I mean, he's he's eight and two in his last ten fights. He's been an underdog in eight of those fights. So we we continue to overlook him and we continue to go with the bigger name value. But clearly, he is doing something right. If you win. Uh, I, I think I think he's he's what one in eight in his last nine in particular. That is very very hard to do, and not only is that very hard to do, that's hard to do when when you're further along in your career and you came from a point in which when Jan Blahovich signed with UFC, his career started at two and four. I mean, I don't think that Jan would even have a job in the UFC if the UFC wasn't going to Poland in the year 2014. Right. And they were like, oh, we got this Polish guy, he's two and four, but we'll, we'll keep him around just long enough to have him fight in Poland. And then he won that fight, and he hasn't, he's barely lost since. So I think that the people should care about Jan Blachowicz because clearly he's very good. It's just the narrative on him has been just very, very quiet. And that has to do with his slow start in the UFC. It has to do with the fact that he doesn't talk a lot of trash. He's, he's very gentlemanly. He's one of the nicest guys on the roster. Um, I mean, Adam, you know, if you go and talk to him, you're not expecting a headline from Jan Blachowicz, but... He's very, very likable, and, and but more importantly, he's very, very good in the octagon. And I, I think that he is very capable of winning this fight. I mean, this fight is set up for Izzy. It, it, it was his decision. It was, it was he was the one who wanted to move up and challenge Jan at this point in his career. He felt that the Jan was was a guy that he could be at two hundred five. If he wins, we're going to be talking about a potential fight with him and John Jones. So all of the stars are aligning here for Israel, but this is a real fight. This is this is a, a very much a fight that Israel could lose on Saturday. Yeah, I mean it, it's a really high risk fight because, like you're saying, I mean there is a chance. Like I talked, I was telling John earlier. Like I think the reason they built this card the way they did is to j- get a lot of interest in seeing like the coronation of Israel Adesanya as like this this you know transformative star, but like. You know, you you do have a big challenge in front of you to make that happen, and that is a guy that just keeps winning fights. And Jan Blahovich, and this really could, because nobody knows who he is, this could really destroy the Israel Adesanya kind of momentum here. Yeah, but but Israel has shown that he's willing to take chances. Um, when he fought Yoel Romero a year ago, um, the fight was was awful, and he received some criticisms for it. But that was a fight that no one was really calling for. Like no one was saying. Oh, Israel has to fight Yoel Romero. I mean, that was Israel pushing for a fight against Yoel Romero, who is very, very tough. I mean, he's he's one of the hardest guys to beat in that in that division. And Izzy put his hand up and said, "No, that's a fight that I want because I want to go through 185 pounds and I want to check every box." And Yoel Romero is a box I need to check. Like he is a fight fan. He understood that 
you know, someday if I retire and I never fought Yoel Romero, then I, that, that's going to be something that, that he did me. So he, he went after Yoel Romero even when no one was even asking him to do it. So that's a guy who takes risks. A guy who goes up and fights Jan Blachowicz, who's going to outweigh him by 20 to 25 pounds on the night of the fight, that, that's a risk taker. And a guy who calls out John Jones and is very serious about it, and whenever he fights John Jones, if he does, will also weigh a lot less than John when they fight. That's a risk taker, and and we've seen some of the greatest risk takers in this sport um, are guys who get rewarded for it because the fans get behind that. Fans recognize when you're taking those risks, um, and that's why Israel, even though they're fighting for Jan's title, and you can say that Jan's you know kind of getting disrespected and all this, but it's hard not to put the focus on Israel because he's the one that's moving up in weight and taking the risks. So, you know, he, he's willing to do it, and he's getting rewarded for it. Uh, Brett, am I wrong to be more excited? Like, if I'm ranking these fights, to be more excited for the bantamweight title fight between Jan and Sterling? Absolutely not. No, you're not wrong. I mean, I, I would say that, like, that the whole weight thing, it really does fascinate me in the main event. I, I, I'm curious to see if, if the weight is just too much for Israel and Tanya. But from just a purely stylistic component, the, the bantamweight title fight is, is where it's at. And, and it's because it's just, it's just so um, even. I mean, usually... We know who's supposed to win. Now, that doesn't mean that the guy who's supposed to win will always win. But in this fight, neither guy is really supposed to win. I, I, it's, I actually uh, brought this up to Aljamain when I interviewed him earlier this week, and I said, you know, you've said that there are some people who think that Jan is the boogeyman and that he's going to just run through you, and then there's other people who think Jan's overrated and that Aljamain is going to make it look easy with the wrestling. And, and that's true. There are people in both camps. There are people that really think, Sterling's going to make this look easy. And there are other people who really think that Jan is going to be head and shoulders better than Aljamain Sterling. I mean, that just doesn't really happen that much. Um, even when you get to the very, very top in these title fights, I mean, there's a guy who's supposed to win, and there's a guy who has to have a night in order to, to, to pull an upset. And, and that's not the case with this one. This one is, I think, a true 50-50 coin flip title fight, which is, uh, which is awesome. It's awesome. And, and the stylistic matchup between the two, I wouldn't call it, uh, a striker versus grappler per se, but it definitely has some parts of that, and uh, and it's going to be really fascinating to watch it play out. I think both of these guys are going to have success. I don't know who's going to win, but uh, whoever wins is going to have to, to face an adversity. I'm pretty sure of that. So what's the uh, what's the star power you think of a guy like uh, Aljamain Sterling? Because I don't want to you know write him up for a win just yet, obviously. But I, I do think like when I watch him, Brett, I I like him. I think he's personable. Uh, I think he could be like a rising star, a very big one, if he continues on the path of success. I think so too. I think he's a guy who uh, he, he's not a guy who necessarily is. There are some guys in this sport, and I mean Conor McGregor obviously is like the easy one to point to, and I so I will. I'll use him as an example where you're like, hey man, if this guy wins fights and wins a championship, he's going to be a superstar because he's brash, he, he, he talks well, he creates headlines. Uh, it's just, it's, it's very, very obvious, right? With Aljamain, it's less obvious, but it's still there. I think it's, I think it's there from the standpoint of the guy's really smart. He's, he's really um, perceptive. I mean, when you have a conversation with Aljamain, you're not bored with him. You know, it's just, it's just, it takes a little bit more time. It's, it's more... It's more than just the surface-level trash talk headline stuff. But if he's a champion and he gets the opportunities to really show his personality and talk about his life, I think he is a guy that, that, uh, that fans will, will, he will resonate with people. So if he goes out and, and beats Piotr Jan and then he has some big fights out there with uh, potentially T.J. Dillashaw, um, that bantamweight division is, is super interesting. It doesn't have all of the name power as some of the other divisions in, in the UFC. But it's, it's a very, very uh, dynamic weight class. And if Aljamain really gets his opportunity to have all of the attention and spotlight put on him, I do think that people are going to like him. Yeah. Uh, we haven't mentioned Amanda Nunez. Uh, the only storyline I kind of see here in this fight, of course, you know, uh, the adorable baby uh, of Amanda Nunez. But uh, in reality, two straight fights have gone the distance. I know that there's been a little bit of boredom. Uh, if that's the right word, of just kind of going through the motions a little bit from her. Uh, but is there anything to be concerned about with her career right now? She's just been running through everybody, but hasn't had a finish in a while. Um, I, I don't know if I would necessarily put it as a concern. I mean, when she was fighting Felicia Spencer, she kind of put it on Felicia Spencer. But, you know, that's one of the situations of her having belts in multiple weight classes, which she goes up and fights at 145 pounds. Um, you know, her, her power, uh, you know, the the the, the, the 
these bigger opponents can take her shot a little bit better than I think some of the 135ers. So I, I haven't seen like you know a, a decline in her aggressiveness or her approach or her finishing ability. I just think that uh, you know she's fought some opponents who are it's just it's just tough to finish every single fight in spectacular fashion. I mean, you can't knock out Chris Cyborg in the first round every time you go out there. But um, I think if there's nothing really to be concerned about, Amanda. No, but what I will say is that uh, she is at that point of her career where. You, the motivation does come into question. You, you do wonder if, if you know, her fighting Megan Anderson, which she's an eleven to one favorite, and she's carrying her her, her daughter around uh, the entire fight week, is is that is that good? Is that conducive to a, a unbeatable champion? You know, sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. All these guys are different. So I think it's uh, I think it's been interesting to see Amanda with uh, with her daughter, and and it's interesting to see her that after after all of the success. If she does go out there and she's not prepared, that shows quickly in the octagon, you know, and as much as Amanda is a favorite, you know, Megan is somebody who, who does have skill and does have power. All that said, man, you guys know what I'm going to say. I, I think Amanda goes out <laughs> and takes care of business, but uh, it's, it's always worth watching because when you're that dominant, um, you know, sometimes you, you can take a couple days off, especially when you got the baby there, and, and I can guarantee you Megan Anderson ain't taking any days off right now. Follow him on Twitter at B Okamoto ESPN. Check him out on ESPN and uh, all over your television. We thank you for the time, Brett. And uh, real quick, before we get you out of here, was there a real pizza or no? That was the debate today. Was there a real? Oh, pizza. Uh, yeah. No. I, well, I think the box was empty. So maybe yeah. maybe the point was that he ate it, you know, the night before <laughs> or the morning of. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to ask him uh after the fight, what the point was. But, uh, no, I think that was an empty box up there. But was it an empty box that once held a pizza that he ate? That's the real, that's the real exactly. question. That's the well, debate. We'll, go ahead, John. Well, I was going to say, Brett, our, our music, we were thinking that maybe did he bring it all the way from home? Like like he had planned this for a couple of weeks now, and he was like, oh, wait, forgot the pizza box. Got to run back in and get that thing before he hopped in the car to head over here to Las Vegas. I hope so. Just because of the uh, level of ridiculousness that would take, I hope that would. <laughs> Brett, Thanks, good talk to you, man. Thank you. Anytime, boys. See ya. Yeah, Brett Okamoto. Uh, you can find all the work at the Okamoto up on Twitter. Works for ESPN as well. All right, we'll take our break here. Ari, yes, we're good. Take a break. All right, we'll take our break. Grab bag on the other side before we send you off into the weekend. Visit Cofield's Corner on LVSportsNetwork.com for access to the latest podcasts and best interviews. This traffic report is brought to you by Best Mattress. Get free Tempur-Pedic pillows with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Accident 15 northbound, that's after Sahara. Also 215 westbound at Durango and 15 southbound at Charleston. On the surface streets, Lake Mead Boulevard at Lamb. This traffic report is brought to you by Best Mattress. Get free Tempur-Pedic pillows with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. You want the best sleep? Get the best mattress. Tempur-Pedic, best mattress has the entire line. And right now, get two free Tempur-Pedic pillows with a purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. It's time to get out with the old and in with the... At Philly Chevrolet, we've made it simple and easy for our family of customers to get the Chevy they want at a price they deserve. With truckloads of new 2021 Chevrolet inventory arriving daily and our huge incentives on the remaining 2020 Chevys in stock, why go anywhere else except to Nevada's number one Chevrolet volume dealer again? Philly Chevrolet, located in the southwest of the 215 in South Rainbow, eight-time winner of Chevrolet Dealer of the Year Award. Find new roads. This Friday during the season, join us from 6 to 7 p.m. for the William Hill Radio Show hosted by Polly Howard. He'll break down all the weekend action, including the latest odds, matchups, and who bettors are backing the most. After the William Hill Radio Show, make William Hill Sportsbooks your home for betting with live continuous in-play wagering and the chance to bet from your seat and on the go with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports App. The William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports App allows you to bet from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. For more information and to visit a William Hill Sportsbook and mobile sports deposit location, visit WilliamHill.us. The puck has dropped. It's the inaugural season for your Henderson Silver Knights, and you can catch all of the action on 1230 The Game. Brought to you by the Ruiz Law Firm. If you're in an accident, visit lmruizlaw.com. Consultations are free. Cofield and Company presents Grab Bag, only on ESPN Las Vegas. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Uh, can I first say that this dog has made an appearance? Baron is the name, correct? Yeah. Good guy. Baron, Baron very much looks like he's enjoying the belly pats that he's getting right now. 
he's uh, he's living his best life for sure. Very true. Uh, I must also say uh, that the other timid animal that I see in the screen, Ari, uh, I don't really enjoy the attitude. You know, Ari, you know what? You stick up for yourself. I I really appreciate it. You should, but uh, don't do it to me. All right, get that clear. <laughs> what did I do? It was quite a raging debate about the breaks there. It was good. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I don't make get, mistakes ever, so I don't know what you're talking about. It's very true. Get back in there. Stick your hand in there, Dave. That dog's killing me. <laughs> Do you have any bets and or selections for the UFC card this weekend, Adam Hill? Um, you know, I, I think there there is at least a case to be made uh, for for Blahovich in the main event. Um, he's definitely the, the stronger striker. He's got more power than Adesanya does. Adesanya is more of a, a flashy striker. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a smaller cage. I think that's a big factor that people don't know and maybe pay attention to. But the cage they use in an arena is larger than the one they use at the Apex. And Adesanya, being the lighter guy, the faster guy, the guy that wants to move around, uh, isn't going to be able to move around as much as he would in a normal-sized arena. So I think that's something to look for. Listen, Adesanya is still better. Um but I, I just think that there's a lot of factors here that make it at least an intriguing play uh, to look at Blahovich. I do like Aljamain Sterling in that bantamweight fight uh, that that we were talking about, um, and then a, a couple other fights like I just think are are good fights. I don't necessarily know if there's uh, value in them, but like Islam Makhachev could end up being one of the better lightweights in the world. Um, he already is, but I mean, I, I think he's starting to move up in competition a little bit against Judober. I think it's just too much of a uh, a price to pay right now. Um, it's three eighty five. Yeah, it, it's a little bit. It's like you get like thirty three forty uh, in the last couple of days. Uh, so I think that's something. Um, I actually think that uh, Alexander Racket fight is pretty good too. Um, it depends which Tiago Santos shows up, right? A lot of people remember the Tiago Santos that almost beat John Jones, split decision right. loss, one on one of the cards, had a really good fight. He he tore both knees in that fight. Was out for over a year. When he came back, he looked awful. And so now this is his second fight back. Which which Santos is it? If it's the good one, he could win. If it's the bad one, you could get some really good value uh, with Rackage there. Really quickly, in our last few seconds, uh, how far gone, if at all, is Dom Cruz? He's an underdog to Kenny, minus 135, plus 115. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he came back after three and a half years away. Uh Got a got a weird stoppage in his last fight. Uh, I just I just don't know what he has left. Uh, if he yep. again, if he's if he fights well, if he's good, uh, he should win this fight. But I just don't know where he is right now. We haven't seen him enough in the last couple of years. All right, everything you missed out on lvsportsnetwork.com. That's all of your favorite shows here on ESPN eleven hundred and throughout the LV Sports Network. And of course, have a good weekend. Good luck with anything you do. Bets wise, we'll be back here on Monday with Cofield and Company. Steve will be back as well.